This is the day the Lord has made. Thank you for joining us in worship today. We praise God for you and however you're listening. We pray the message you receive will allow you to strengthen your relationship in Christ and build his kingdom as we seek God, shape lives, and serve the world. Please turn with me to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, and Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. Isaiah 9, verse 6, and Matthew 1, 21. Thank you so much, this singing aggregation and, and musicians. God bless you on this Christmas morning. Thank you all so much. Hallelujah. You all know every time somebody does something, it means something. When a conductor wave is one and stop like that, that means for the whole orchestra to stop. When the policeman holds his hands up like that, that means for you to stop in traffic. Y'all know what it means when the pastor does this? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Hi, Elvie, this Christmas. I'm going to do my best. All right? We talked about that. All right. Hallelujah. Isaiah 9, 6 and Matthew 1, 21. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And Matthew 1.21, Matthew 1.21, she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Our subject this morning, the greatest gift ever given. The greatest gift ever given. Let us pray. Let us pray. God, our creator, sustainer, redeemer, we ask now that you speak to us. We're your servants, that we may hear your word and not just be hearers, that we may be followers, that you may get the praise, the honor, and the glory. Bless now, God, that we too can be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If there was something I wanted you to type or to tweet, um, I want you to know this. We know that um, we say Jesus is the reason for the season, but we'll know. And let me say this. On this morning, we had such great expressions from those of the prayer call at 633. I'm, I'm stealing some of their expressions that they had this morning, and this is kind of one of them. Jesus, we know that we always say Jesus is the reason for the season, but this morning said Jesus is not just the reason for the season. He is the season. So I want you to tweet this or text this. This season and every season should be seasoned with Jesus. Yeah, let, let, let's pray that. This season and every season should be seasoned with Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, y'all typing that right now. No, one more time. This season and every season should be seasoned with Jesus. It's Christmas, a time of year like no other. It's a time of gift giving and gift receiving. People get gifts they want. People get gifts they didn't want. Gifts they can use. Gifts they can't use. Gifts that were anticipated and expected. Gifts that were a total surprise. Some gifts 
people went way out of their way to get them for a special person. Other gifts, people waited to the very, very last minute with very little thought or no thought at all. I would venture a guess that there are some gifts, even right now, that were given this morning that are already broken. Some people this morning are upset because they didn't get what they wanted to get. Yet, it's still Christmas. <laughs> but they made sure that everybody knew what they wanted. I, I, I can remember one year when I, I, I did extra. I, you know, I, I know I'm dating myself again. That's, that's okay, y'all be all right. But there's something called a Sears catalog. And um, I'll just take, the, take it out, the book, and put circles around it and you know, put it different places so everybody could see that this is what I want to get. <clears throat> and I could remember um, not getting it. <laughs> but I was taught as a child to be very, very appreciative for what you did get. Some people might even say, Christmas is not and should not be about gifts and giving. But I would beg their pardon on today. Because Christmas is all about the, the greatest gift ever given to mankind. Just about everybody loves to receive gifts. But what better gift than a gift of salvation? Mm. Matthew Chapter 1, verse 21 states, She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. I don't know if we realize it, but we needed to be saved from our sin. We were born in sin and shaped in iniquity, and we needed salvation. We needed to be saved from ourselves. Yeah, we, we found ourselves in a terrible fix. But not only is the gift of salvation, this gift of salvation is a gift of eternal life. Regardless of what happens here and now, we have the opportunity to have life everlasting. What a gift! This is a gift of love. John 3, 16 and 17 states, For God so loved the world, he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. As expensive as that gift is, we couldn't afford to pay the price. No matter what your credit card limit is, we couldn't afford to pay for this expensive gift of eternal life. But we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to worry that we can't afford it because the price was already paid on Calvary. Seeing that this is a season when we focus on giving, let's take a look at the proper response to the greatest gift ever given. First, receive the gift. A gift is not a gift if no one receives it. How rude it is for you to offer a gift to someone and at the very least, they won't take it. Especially if that gift you know would definitely benefit the receiver. And what really throws you off is you got what they asked you to get, 
but now they won't receive it. How does it make you feel when you've gone out of your way to research and do it and get it? You know they need it. You know they even want it, but they do not receive it. Would you ever consider getting them anything else ever again? I just wonder how God must feel when we reject his gift. He has a gift for us that he knows we need. We ask for joy. We ask for security. We ask for protection. We even ask for peace and yet reject the prince of peace. Isaiah 9, 6 says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. God loves us, and God has the gift that will benefit us but at a minimum, we at least need to receive the gift that he has for us. Second, we need to believe in the gift. It's amazing how when we are given gifts, we automatically believe the gift would do what the advertisers say it would do. All of these material things we believe somehow will fix what's broken in our relationships or fix whatever is void in our life. These particular material things we look for and say, if I just had that, if I had more of this, if I had that particular color, if I had this or that, everything would be all right in my life. Some folk are mad right now because they didn't get what they thought they needed so things could be all right in their house. Amen, lights. <laughs> and we thought we had what we could get. If only I could have this gift. That, 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 that's why if I really have to have it. And, and, and people go so far as, I, I, I got to have it. I got to have it. Please, let, if I just, if I just, I won't ask for anything. Have I told you I won't ask for anything else ever again in my whole life? <laughs> How many times have we believed in a gift that just didn't live up to the hype? We wanted it, we wanted it, we wanted it, we got it, and like, pfft, okay. There's one gift that if you can just believe and trust, it can turn your entire situation around. Mm -hmm. Whoever believes will not perish. That's a great promise for eternity. But the greatest gift even works before eternity. John 10, 7 through 10 says, so Jesus again said, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Listen to what he says. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. What a mighty God we serve. 
Do you believe that God can turn your situation around? Do you believe that God has so fixed this world and fixed your life that no matter what you're going through, he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all things? Do you believe that God can change and work in your life, in your family, in your situation, in our community, in this world, and make a difference in every aspect of our life? If you don't believe it, you're depriving yourself of receiving a great gift that God has for you. He has it for you. All you have to do is say, I really do believe. I believe God can make a difference. I really do believe that God can. Sometimes we just say we believe God can. But do you really believe that God can? What do you mean by that? Third point, use the gift. <laughs> what good is having a gift that you never use? You leave it in this box. You never wear it. You never even really ever think about it. What kind of gift is that? What do you think the giver of the gift thinks about the person who never uses the gift that was given? Jesus was given to us to make a difference in this world. Let me say it again. Jesus was given to us to make a difference in this world. Jesus was given to you to make a difference in your family, to make a difference on your job, to make a difference at your school, to make a difference all around you. He was given to you. We must use the teachings of this gift. We must put into practice what this gift has told us to do. There are some gifts you really can't use because you don't know how to use them. There are some gifts you just can't use because you don't know how to use them. You never had one before. You don't know how it works. You know it might could do what you want to do, but you don't know how to make it do what it's supposed to do. So what should you do in that case? You got it? It's brand new? They done told you, your family told you, this is what you need. Okay. I don't know what to do with this. Well, I think at a minimum, you would ask the person who gave it to you. How, how, did, how does it work? You know, you know, show me how does how it work or whatever. And if for some reason, if they send it to you and they're not present, you can't really ask them, you would look in the box or whatever and you would find the what? <laughs> the instructions. <laughs> yeah, 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 go through the instruction manual and figure out how to make it work. I'm almost done, y'all. He's given us Jesus who gives us life. You can't quite figure out how life is working. You can't quite figure out how, how the ends are just not meeting. You, you can't figure out how you just don't have enough money. You, you can't figure out how there's so much frustration and confusion in and around you. You can't figure this out, but he has given you life. And, and so the one who's given you life and you can't quite figure it out, you might just need to ask somebody. Well, who are you going to ask? You're going to ask the one who gave it to you. The one who gave you this gift. You need to take time to pray. I know as simple as that might sound, but how many people never ask for God to work out and help them with the gift that he gave them? Just take time to talk to them. Take time to say, Lord, you know I need help. I, I need you to show me the way. 
And many times, he will point you right back to the book of instructions. That's the Bible. Yeah, yeah, the Bible. He, he will point us right to the Bible. The Bible is this, B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. That, that, that's, that's what he has for us to, to, to read, to learn. And then when we hear it and we learn, then we begin to put it into practice so God can get glory. Oh, yes, just, just know that we can find out how this gift will make your life better. We can find out how this gift will make the world better. We can find out exactly how this will happen because he has so instructed us to use his word, and his word is powerful in all of our lives. Listen, don't, don't just think it worked for just some people. No, no, God's word is for everybody, especially those who don't think it will work for them. I know a lot of times people think when I come around sometimes, they think the situation better because pastor is here and pastor know the Lord. So, so it's, it's, it's better because, you know, pastor, you know the Lord. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that. I'm, I'm, listen, I want you to know, you know the Lord and what the Lord has done for me, guess what? The, the word of God says, let's go to the word. The word of God says, you can be a lender and not a borrower. The, the word of God says that. He, he says, listen, he says, I know the plans I have for you. And his plans are to prosper you, not to hurt you. Those are the plans God has for us, but we begin to read his word and follow his instructions and begin to receive what he has for us. What a mighty God we serve. We have to do more, though, than just believe. We must act on what we believe. That's what faith is. We could believe a bunch of stuff, but you got to act on what it is you believe. If you believe God can make a way out of no way, if you believe God is your strength, if you believe God is your help, why are you so depressed all the time? If you believe that God is your strength, why do you tell everybody how weak you are? If you believe that God is who he said he is in your life, you can be a witness unto others who know you and know what you're going through, and they don't need to hear more about the complaints that you're going through. All they need to hear about is how you're getting through what you're getting through, and you can let them know it's God. It's the gift that God has given me. Oh, I wish sometimes I could just take Jesus and just pull Jesus down somebody's throat and make him swallow. But he says, listen, this is a gift I have given you. I know if I gave you a gift today, you, you may be kind enough to me and receive the gift. And a lot of times, because I don't know what people want or whatever else, the gift I give many times is just money. And you could get what you want to get. Now, I haven't had one person to reject that gift to this point. Yeah, they don't reject that gift because they could get that gift and do what they want to do with it. I, what I'm trying to say to you, God has given us a gift that's easy to access. All we have to do is, is understand his word and believe his word of how much he loves us and cares for us. And he gives us Jesus not because we've been good. He gives us Jesus not because we've been right. He gives us Jesus not because he hasn't seen all the dastardly stuff we've done. He gives us Jesus because we need Jesus. And he loves us so much that he says, receive this gift. Mm. Receive this gift. Yeah. Receive the gift. Believe the gift. Use the gift. And lastly, 
share the gift. Now, I'm not talking about regifting here. Because see, when you're regifting, you share something you don't want. But I am saying, if you share the gift that you have, this is one gift you could share, and you still got the gift. <laughs> Woo! You, you share the gift of Christ. You don't lose Christ, but you will gain rewards. Because it's his will that none should perish. Don't, some, listen, something you got to realize. The reason Satan works so hard on you and try to keep you so depressed and try to keep you away from church, try to keep you away from worship, keep you away from praying, keep you away from the Bible, keep you away from the things of God is because you are strategically placed in some place that if others saw your good works, if they saw you trusting God, they would turn their life around and come to Christ because of your witness. God has strategically placed you. Listen, and we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are the called according to his purpose. You've been called to do the work God has you to do. And you realize you will never have the peace and the joy that you're looking for. You will never have the, the peace that you really need until the Prince of Peace has entered into your life and you received him and you believe him and you begin to use what he's given unto you and you begin to share him with others. Once you receive the gift and believe the gift and start using the words of the gift, then we are called to share the gift. Go! Tell it on the mountains, over the hills, and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountains that Jesus Christ is born, that Jesus Christ lived, that Jesus Christ died. Go tell it everywhere you go. Tell them that he was given that we might have life. Tell them what he has done for you. Let me stop right there for a second. Tell them. Some people say, well, I don't have the testimony pastor. I don't have the, the testimony Sister Cain has. I don't have the testimony Mother was I don't have the testimony so I don't have the testimony Deacon's have. But you have a testimony that you have. Oh, 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 God has done something for you. You may not have attributed to God, but God has done something for you. And listen, if you can't think of what God has done for you, look at what God has not allowed to happen to you. The fact that you can hear me right now, God allowed you to have hearing. The fact that you can see me, God allowed you to still see. God allowed you to have the blood still running warm in your veins. God allowed you to have everything that you have, and that's enough to thank him for. And you need to tell somebody, it's God who has done this. It's God who has made me. It is God who's sustaining me. It is God who's keeping me. It's God who's keeping my family. It's God who gives me peace of mind. It's God who holds my hand. It's God who guides my feet. It's God who shows me the way out of nowhere. It's God who's sustains me. You need to tell somebody everywhere you go. He's not just the reason for the season. He is the season. This season and every season should be seasoned with Jesus. What a mighty God we serve. Tell them that he came from 42 generations. Tell them that he went about doing good. Tell them that of all they talked about and ridiculed him, called him everything but a child of God. Tell them how much he loved us. Tell them how much he cares for us. Tell them that Jesus is the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, this gift. Yeah, yeah, I heard this this morning. I'm done. This gift was not placed under a tree. But this gift was placed on a tree for all of your sins and all of my sins. He allowed them to put nails in his hands and nails in his feet, a crown of thorns on his head, just to show how much he loves us. This gift 
hung and bled on the cross for you and for me. This gift, the Bible says he died while we were yet sinners. He died. He was taken off the cross, placed in a borrowed tomb, stayed there all night Friday, stayed there all day Saturday, stayed there all night Saturday. But early, somebody says early, on that Sunday morning, he got up with power over the grave, victory over death. He then ascended into heaven, sent back the Holy Spirit to live in us and to guide us and to direct us to receive the gift of God. To say, Lord, I thank you. Happy birthday, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for all you've done for me. God, I thank you that on your birthday, you're giving me a gift. Lord, I thank you that on your birthday, you've given me an understanding. Lord, I thank you that you made a way for me so I can live right, so I can talk right, so I can give right, so I can forgive. Lord, I thank you. Have your way in me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you, Lord. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you, Lord. He's worthy to be praised. Oh, what a wonderful child. Oh, what a wonderful Savior. Oh, what a wonderful King. Oh, what a wonderful master. Oh, what a wonderful God. Lord, we love you. Thank you, Lord. If anybody is watching and anybody can hear today, I can't think of a better day for you to be born again. What a great day. To say, Lord, I need you in my life. I need a new transition. I need you to help me to be what you want. I can't do it on my own. I'm ready to read the instructions. I'm praying, God. Help me, help me, help me, Lord. The Bible says he is faithful and just to forgive us of all sin and unrighteousness. If you're here, we'll give you an opportunity. If you're in the building just to walk down the aisle, give us your hand. If you're online, we give you an opportunity just to let us know through, tape, type, type, through typing the word saved on the number you see present. If you want to accept Christ right now, here's a prayer you would pray to accept Christ right now. You say, Father God, I have sinned. I have not been all I should be. I am sorry for my sins. I want to turn from my sins. I believe in my heart. Jesus died for my sins and rose from the grave. I'm willing to trust you, God, all the days of my life. Holy Spirit, come into my life. Help me to be what you want me to be. I will tell others that you saved me. Thank you, Lord, for saving me right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you're here on today and want to accept Christ, won't you come down the aisle give your hand? Others may have already accepted Christ. Do not have a church home and like tonight in fellowship with First African Baptist. Won't you come? For those of you online, please go ahead and type save or, or just let us know what it is on Facebook, YouTube, where you are. Let us know what you desire and uh, we'll do our best to respect to you, to let you know how much we thank God for you and for your sharing with us in worship on today. What an awesome and mighty God we serve. Won't you come today?
What an awesome God we serve. We thank God today for being a God who loves us and cares for us. We have better the Lord commanded, and yet there's none. Again, let us, as we celebrate Christmas, let us share love everywhere we go. Especially those who may not know Christ. Let's be an example so they can see Christ in us. Thank you again for worshiping with us, those online. Thank you for worshiping with us, those here, those who travel to be with us. We thank God for you because God has given us a special, supernatural, awesome friend who loves and cares for us. And we give him the praise, the honor, and the glory. I'm going to ask that we, after the benediction, you'll be seated. The ushers will instruct you how to, how to go out. I'm going to ask if um, Brother Mac, uh Brother Johnny McDonald, Brother Greg Mitchell, Brother Philip King, Deacon James Riles, Deacon Al McGuire would all meet me downstairs just briefly after worship. Let us pray. God, we love you. We adore you. We magnify your name. Thank you so much for this opportunity to worship you on your day. We know that every day is your day. But as we traditionally celebrate December 25th, we thank you. We ask you now to God to be with us, those who travel, are traveling, and those who will be traveling. Uh, we ask God for safe passage to the places of abode and back to home. Again, we thank you for this worship experience for everyone. Thank you for those who are into this building. Thank you for those who are sharing online. And now we ask that the grace of God, the love of Jesus, and a sweet communion of the Holy Spirit would rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore. Let all the people of God say amen, amen. and praise God. Praise God. Remain connected to us as we build God's kingdom together. Join us on Facebook at the historic First African Baptist Church and our website, firstafricanbc.com. You may also contribute through an app called Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. May God bless you and thank you for worshiping with us.